Mark chapter 8 About this time another large crowd had gathered, and the people ran out of food again. Jesus called his disciples and told them, I feel sorry for these people. They have been here with me for three days, and they have nothing left to eat. If I send them home hungry, they will faint along the way, for some of them have come a long distance. His disciples replied, How are we supposed to find enough food to feed them out here in the wilderness? Jesus asked, How much bread do you have? Seven loaves, they replied. So Jesus told all the people to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves, thanked God for them, and broke them into pieces. He gave them to his disciples, who distributed the bread to the crowd. A few small fish were found too. So Jesus also blessed these and told the disciples to distribute them. They ate as much as they wanted. Afterward, the disciples picked up seven large baskets of leftover food. There were about 4,000 men in the crowd that day, and Jesus sent them home after they had eaten. Immediately after this, he got into a boat with his disciples and crossed over to the region of Delmanutha. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had arrived, they came and started to argue with him. Testing him, they demanded that he show them a miraculous sign from heaven to prove his authority. When he heard this, he sighed deeply in his spirit and said, Why do these people keep demanding a miraculous sign? I tell you the truth, I will not give this generation any such sign. So he got back into the boat and left them, and he crossed to the other side of the lake. But the disciples had forgotten to bring any food. They had only one loaf of bread with them in the boat. As they were crossing the lake, Jesus warned them, Watch out. Beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod. At this they began to argue with each other because they hadn't brought any bread. Jesus knew what they were saying, so he said, Why are you arguing about having no bread? Don't you know or understand even yet? Are your hearts too hard to take it in? You have eyes, can't you see? You have ears, can't you hear? Don't you remember anything at all? When I fed the 5,000 with five loaves of bread, how many baskets of leftovers did you pick up afterward? Twelve, they said. And when I fed the 4,000 with seven loaves, how many large baskets of leftovers did you pick up? Seven, they said. Don't you understand yet? He asked them. When they arrived at Bethsaida, some people brought a blind man to Jesus and they begged him to touch the man and heal him. Jesus took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. Then, spitting on the man's eyes, he laid his hands on him and asked, Can you see anything now? The man looked around. Yes, he said. I see people, but I can't see them very clearly. They look like trees walking around. Then Jesus placed his hands on the man's eyes again and his eyes were opened. His sight was completely restored, and he could see everything clearly. Jesus sent him away, saying, Don't go back into the village on your way home. Jesus and his disciples left Galilee, 
and went up to the villages near Caesarea Philippi. As they were walking along, he asked them, Who do people say I am? Well, they replied, Some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others say you are one of the other prophets. Then he asked them, But who do you say I am? Peter replied, You are the Messiah. But Jesus warned them not to tell anyone about him. Then Jesus began to tell them that the Son of Man must suffer many terrible things and be rejected by the elders, the leading priests and the teachers of religious law. He would be killed, but three days later he would rise from the dead. As he talked about this openly with his disciples, Peter took him aside and began to reprimand him for saying such things. Jesus turned around and looked at his disciples, then reprimanded Peter. Get away from me, Satan, he said. You are seeing things merely from a human point of view, not from God's. Then, calling the crowd to join his disciples, he said, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross, and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake and for the sake of the good news, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world, but lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my message in these adulterous and sinful days, the Son of Man will be ashamed of that person when he returns, in the glory of his Father, with the holy angels. Finland is blessed with a lot of water around it and within it. It makes for a real feast for the eyes as you travel around that beautiful country. You can't go very far without seeing boats of all shapes and sizes and ages. And as I read the scripture for today, when Jesus travels on a boat twice, I'm thinking about sailing and Lord Jesus, I'm wondering what kind of sailing partner he must have been. As I was looking through my photo collection, I knew exactly which photo I was going to share with you today. I love how the top of the sailboat is in symmetry with the top of the building on the other side of the picture. It's got kind of like a green minaret. And when I see a boat like that, a sailboat, it looks really graceful to me. It must be a wonderful feeling to be out on the water, being able to control a boat so finely like that. But for me, I'm quite happy to just look at somebody do that. <laughs> but in this picture, there's a little flag on the sailboat. And I just thought, what a delightful photo. So I'm going to share that with you today. And that photo was taken somewhere around Helsinki. My family and I, we'd been enjoying the city, walking all over the place, and we just thought, wow, it would be a nice alternative to get on a boat and see the city from the water. And so that's what we did. We got on a tour boat 
and headed out. The sun had started to go down and even though it was July, it was a little bit chilly. But luckily they had lots of blankets available and so there I sat on the boat just covered by this lovely warm blanket. I was like in a little cocoon and this cool air was just blowing across my face and we were out probably for like 90 minutes and it was really interesting to see different types of homes on the water, some on little islands, others that looked sort of futuristic and minimalist yet had an old-timey looking sailboat moored outside, so kind of oxymoronic. I hope you enjoy the photo, and as with all the show's images, you can go to the website, which is ttlm.pictures, and download the full-resolution version of today's photo. You can also get all the other photos for previous episodes and listen to the shows there as well. And while you're there... If you find something you like, please share it, especially on social media, because that helps us spread the gospel and share the good news around the world. So until next week, take care.